You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Legal cases growing day by day. Read all about it in the news. And we're happy because it lasts. They're going to make the scumbags pay. What defendants need is good legal advice. But that's hard when your client is a nut. And doesn't get the message that his ranting is going to bite him in the butt. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers when you cry. If you shoot your mouth off, the judge is gonna say Witness intimidation is not okay You'll be sorry for your rants If you throw good advice away When you've got a history of doing crap like this Decent lawyers won't want to get stuck with disbarment or a fine because they represent a schmuck whoa whoa listen to the lawyers whoa whoa listen to the lawyers whoa whoa listen to the lawyers when you cry And it's not okay to blame it on the lawyers. By the way, you 
ought to pay those lawyers. That's why today you can't get competent lawyers, cause you're slime. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't stop the video just yet. Okay. It's foreign. Okay. Okay. Very okay. quick reminder that these videos don't produce themselves, but you can help me by joining my Patreon, where for as little as two dollars a month, you can help me continue to make the videos that help you laugh the news and that otherwise make you cry. Thanks. Lauren Mayer, everybody. <laughs> oh, 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 listen to the lawyers. I wouldn't normally give that advice, but in this case, uh, Lauren Mayer <laughs> knows of what she sings. Well, we made it to a Friday. Yay. And this week feels just like like it went on forever. And think about it. You know, this week was a whole 90, uh, or I'm sorry, a whole indictment and 41 felonies, and 30 uh, 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 um, unindicted co-conspirators, and um, uh, 19 uh, or 18 co-defendants later. No wonder we're exhausted. You, exa- I'm exhausted. I really am. And, you know, I didn't do anything except come in here and, and talk about it. Um, but it, it, can you imagine what, uh, you know, Trump is feeling today? Does he have feelings? I don't know. All right. Now, I'm looking for our guests, and I don't see them here. And in a moment, I'm just going to call because I do have a phone number. So here's the deal. Remember on Monday, I came in here Monday, and I said, I already found our video of the week, like the best video of the week. And it did go viral. And what it stemmed from was, um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to close this window, and it doesn't want to go away. Um, Iowa. You know, the the uh, the Republican candidates for president have converged on Iowa because the Iowa caucus is the first one. And not that it means anything, but it's the it's the ritual. Right. So Ron DeSantis, who hysterically still thinks he can possibly win. Um, and and we're just watching the implosion of his campaign. I was going to say a slow moving implosion, but no, this is pretty pretty big, pretty fast and incendiary. It's just it's just going to boom. And so, um, so so there the Iowa State Fair was last weekend, and they all converge on the fair. The one thing that um, that I did notice is the candidates, at least their people, have learned. Do not let your candidate eat a corn dog because the pictures that tend to go viral every four years at the Iowa State Fair are the pictures of like Michelle Bachman deep throating a corn dog. And it wasn't only Michelle Bachman. I think there was a um, uh, Rick Santorum, you know, frothy, uh, was was really good at the corn dog thing. Anyway, um, so, but so uh, there were some very creative Iowans who uh, went uh, to the fair to greet my governor, my soon-to-be former governor. I hope, um, and uh, I I found their activism charming. So, just to refresh your memories, let me uh, let me bring up the video. Again, I keep glancing over here, hoping that they're going to show up in the chat room. I mean, in the uh, in the Zoom, but I do not see them yet. Um, again, that's what telephones are for. If if I do have a phone number, so if they don't show up in the 
Zoom room, we will we will just reach out and call. Um, I already had one no show this week. I really don't want another one. All right. So anyway, so the these two women, they are a woman named Heather Ryan and her niece. And her niece is named, um, uh, 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 sorry, Kara. So Heather and Kara Ryan, um, they're out there and they're wearing these actually quite cool T-shirts that say something along the lines of um, uh, bitches. Well, here, I'll show you. Um, (laughs) To refresh your memory, here's what. what, And and the thing is, they've got a beat. And they know what to do with it. So who was it? Who Janice Jackson who sang, Gimme a beat. And all right, they've got one. And then you see Ron and uh, Casey DeSantis emerge from the bus to greet the fives of people who have gathered to see them. Florida, go back to Florida. Oh, and Ron DeSantis is just so good. Oh, he's so personable. Go back to Florida. And this guy's trying to grab her bullhorn. Okay, so so there you go. So um so the song this is a song. I, I'm obsessed with the song. So the the um the t shirt is um did I close this website? Man, I'm just uh, you can tell it's Friday. Because I'm just uh, not all here today. Um, uh, their T-shirts said, "Bitches get stuff done." And what has happened is they formed a pack. There is a new pack called "Bitches Get Stuff Done," and you can find them online at bitchesgetstuffdone.org. Okay, now I'm I I I. You know, I wonder if they didn't get that it was Eastern time. Maybe they're thinking that it's, um, you know, they're in Iowa. So I'm guessing that's that's Central time. So let's try to call Heather. So Heather Ryan, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to bring up the phone because, you know, what else mm-hmm. am I going to do? Because I, I'm not ready. I, I, I'm, there's something else I'm going to do later on in the show. Um, okay, so what? Uh, uh? <laughs> So I I did not get any sleep last night. So pardon me if I'm a bit spacier than usual. It's this is what happens when you're going on one hour of sleep. But you know I've got the restless leg syndrome, and it was really bad last night. So I did not sleep. So uh, I, it's a good thing it's Friday, and I apologize in advance. Five, five two. Uh, uh, all right, let's see if I can't get Heather Ryan. All right. Come on, Heather Ryan. <laughs> if she doesn't pick up, I'm going to be really bummed. Hello, this is Heather. Hey, Heather. It's Nicole Sandler calling. I've been uh, looking for you in the Zoom room. Are you, are you coming oh, my, on? My apologies. My car broke down. We just got back to my oh, house. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is everything okay? 
I don't know. They oh. haven't called me yet for what's wrong with it. But it's at the dealership, so it should be fine. Okay. So are, are you going to be able to jump on Zoom? Yep. I'll do it right now. Okay. All right. I'll see you there. Bye. Okay. All right. So that is Heather Ryan. We are going to... Um, Get her on the line. <laughs> nice ringtone. I, I I use Skype as my uh, on-air phone, so that's that's the Skype uh, ring. Just in case you were wondering. So anyway, so let me tell you. Um, while we're waiting for Heather and I think Kara to join us, you know, you never see live radio. You don't know when someone's gonna um, um, have a car breakdown or something. So they have. Let me. In fact. Let me pull up their front page so I can share with you um, what it says. Oh, by the way, just something not related to this. Uh, the latest from the Shitter website, you know, Elmo's thing. Um, Elon Musk now says users on X, formerly known as Twitter, will lose the ability to block unwanted followers, eliminating a key safety measure. He can't do that, just so you know, if you were wondering, he can't do that because in order to have your social media app available on the, um, uh, in the Apple, in the App Store or the Google Store, uh, you have to allow the ability to block unwanted followers. Elon Musk is one of those assholes who thinks he can just do anything the way he wants to do it without any concern for, um, you know, the rules or the law. This is like Trump. This is what they do. It's just, it's my way. I'll do it how I want to do it. Um, all right. Bitches get stuff done.org. So um, that is, and here, so uh, I'll put up the, uh, the uh, screenshot on the website and hopefully our guests arrive pretty soon. Um, so this is their website. It says, take the vow. Again, this is a new pack that they formed after they got a lot of attention for the brilliance of go back to Florida, pudding fingers, pudding fingers. So anyway, take the vow. I vow to be a voice for the marginalized and oppressed. I vow to volunteer for organizations and candidates who fight for equality. I vow to vote against lawmakers and candidates who legislate hate and cruelty. Uh, that that sounds reasonable to me, right? Um, they have a shop tab here. What are they? Oh, so what what they have available to purchase is the T-shirt <laughs> that they were wearing that says "Bitches get stuff done." Okay, and then there's ways to donate to them. Um, events. Our mission. What is their mission? Our mission, Bitches Get Stuff Done, helps connect and train activists throughout the nation to effect meaningful progressive change. We provide resources such as training materials, media, and data support to activist chapters around the nation. We also provide candidate cultivation training and support to encourage activists to become quality progressive candidates for local, state, and national public office. I do, but I don't think they get the... Um, the, the um, the urgency of live media. Maybe I didn't make it clear that it's a live show. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what. While we're waiting for them, let me give you a little bit of news, other stuff that's happening today. 
And this is the other big story that we're going to deal with a little while later. You know I'm in Florida, right? You know I am sitting here just like racing against uh, time, hoping that we leave Florida before the hurricanes hit. There are something like four of them churning out in the Atlantic at the moment. And... um. <laughs> Well, they so they're they're churning out in the Atlantic, but there's this massive category 4 hurricane going up the west coast of Mexico that is poised to um to hit California. A hurricane is poised to hit California. Um, so we're going to, uh, a little later on in the hour, we're going to try to find Brad and Desi from the Brad blog because they're bolting. <laughs> they're they're getting the hell out of Dodge. Um, they're they're in their car. They're going. So we'll track them down a little bit. But I see our guests are here. Um, let me let me play the official the official um, welcome music for our guests. Those those bitches that get stuff done. Uh, the official music goes like this. Go back to Florida, pudding fingers. Pudding fingers. Oh, sorry. I, I always I always miss the second one. Pudding fingers. Put, anyway, um, our guests Heather Ryan and Kara Ryan are here. They are the women behind Bitches Get Stuff Done at bitchesgetstuffdone.org. Hi. Hi. Sorry we were late. <laughs> My apologies. No problem. I, I'm I'm glad you made it. Uh, you know, car troubles. Uh, you know, it always tends to happen at the worst times. Anyway, absolutely. You're here. It's so nice to meet you. I got to tell you, when on Monday, I came in here trying to like, what am I going to do today? Like, I got to talk about politics again. It gets so depressing because of the way things are. And I saw your video and it made me laugh. I just loved it. I especially loved, um, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Because what he was accosting you. He was trying to take your bullhorn. And I love that you just incorporated the, the, the get the fuck away from me into the song you were singing. Yeah, totally just a happy accident, really. <laughs> uh, it just kind of came out like, like, organically like he's like yelling at me and saying you're being too loud I'm like then get the fuck away from me it really is that simple brother now tell me about you uh heather uh, heather ryan you are the founder and ceo of bitches get stuff done and kara ryan you're heather's niece and you're the marketing director yes yeah so how did this start you you live in iowa and you uh, right there alone are there many you know, progressive Democrats in Iowa? There are more than you would think, actually. It's actually a lot more common. Iowa really is purple. We have a lot of independents. There are more independent voters than Republican voters and than Democrat voters. It's just we don't, we're not very um, aggressive in Iowa. We, We try to do that whole Iowa nice thing, but it's gotten us nowhere. It's gotten us zero. It's actually lost its ground. So I'm done being nice. I, I find that being a bitch is way more fruitful. Now, now, weren't you um, sort of called out by the governor of Iowa for not being Iowa nice? So you did the thing um, that, that with the video I just played, that was at a Ron DeSantis campaign stop in Menlo Park or right somewhere? Uh, Menlo, Iowa. Men- it's, Menlo, it's a, Iowa. A, oh, Menlo Park is Iowa, is, uh, is Illinois. Menlo, Iowa. So how far is that from the Iowa State Fair? 
Well, Menlo is about an hour from where I live. And okay. then Iowa State Fair is about 20 minutes from where I live. Oh, so I see. So the fairgrounds are in Des Moines. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So, you know, believe it or not, I've never been in Des Moines. I've never been in Iowa. However, I worked at a radio station in Des Moines for like five or six years um, because there's a thing in the in the radio industry called voice tracking. So I was sitting here in Florida, in this very studio in Florida. They would send me the music logs. For a, it was a station called Capital 106.3 or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. and, and, and I would voice track it. I'd, I'd record the breaks and I'd send it back to them. And I'd talk about all the cool things going on in Des Moines like I had a clue. This is what's wrong with radio these days. I understand that in the winter when it's really, really cold, they have walkways between the buildings and they even have like a like a, a golf tournament or something that goes through the walkways at, at some point. Right. The skywalk. Yeah. How fun that sounds like, because who would want to go out in the freezing cold and that you can do that. But I had to talk about this on the radio like I knew what I was talking about, like I'd been in those two walkways. Anyway, have you been in Iowa your whole life? Um, no, I've I've been very fortunate to lead a very interesting life. I, I joined the military after high school, and then that's what paid for me to go to to college uh, on the GI Bill. And then I moved to Washington D.C. and worked for NARAL. Uh-huh. And then I moved to Kentucky and ran for Congress. And then I moved to Indiana and then to Iowa. I mean, I've I've lived all over. So you've so, been an activist. You're you, this is nothing new for you. This is what you do. Right. Yeah. Yep. I've been active in politics since I was ten. Uh, nuclear proliferation is where I really got started in 1983. And uh, it's grown from there. I've been active in, in pro- reproductive freedom, um, Black Lives Matter. You name the progressive movement, I've probably been involved with it somehow. Very and nice. And Kara just kind of Kara's just been a support. And if it hadn't been for her, we would not have gotten off the off our off the off the ground running because I was working so much, and I didn't have time to do anything with bitches get stuff done. But then my job eliminated my position, and I was like, oh well, now's the time, baby. So Kara and I have really been just hitting the pavement. And, and and so how long have you been uh, uh, organized? I know you formed this pack, the Bitches Get Stuff Done pack. Is that a new um, development or has this been in the works? Yeah, that's a new development. We've actually, right after Roe fell is when I got active. I'm like really active. I started building up my social media presence on TikTok. And that was my first political TikTok ever was after after the Dobbs decision. And then I kind of sat on it for about a year until because I was just working all the time. So as soon as my position was eliminated with my nine to five job or more like like seven to seven job, um, that's when we really just said, you know, what? now's the time. There's no better time. And I was basically Florida without the beaches. So <laughs> we've got a lot of egregious stuff coming down the pike here. Um, yeah, well, Florida, look, I, 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 I was born in New York, but I grew up in Florida. My family moved here when I was 11. And after college, I got the hell out, went back to New York, went out to Los Angeles. Somehow I wound up back here. You know, I, I, I never thought I'd come back because I've, I've always thought of it as Florida. Um, <laughs> but it, it's even more duh now than, than it has been before because this guy, DeSantis, is fucking insane and you know i i don't throw around the f word lightly well i say fuck all the time but fascist i don't i don't use that word a lot but i do now because he is the dictionary definition of it the shit he's doing he's removing from office duly elected public officials um because he does like uh, states attorneys 
who he yeah, had no, he doesn't have the right to appoint them. He certainly doesn't have the right to remove them from office, yet he does it because um, he thinks he was elected dictator and instead of um, governor. And he's not doing a good job as governor. He's doing a worse job as dictator. So any, the, all the things that he's doing are just so astounding to me. And uh, my daughter is now 24. She went through uh, the Florida public school system, as I did from seventh grade on. Um, It's just gotten worse and worse. And when I see that a teacher was fired, I think yesterday, because she dared to read her fifth grade class, um, a book, I think it was called My Shadow is Purple. And it is, and, and because she did that, she was, she was fired. Um, things are, are not good here. Now, are they putting some of these policies into place in, in uh, Iowa, too? Yeah. I mean, basically everything that's happening in Florida, Kim Reynolds just emulates here in Iowa. We've got book bans now. Um, they ju- those will go into effect in January. Um, and there are 365 books, last I saw, that uh, they're up for being banned from the state schools. And it just takes one person to say they don't like a book. And it's banned from all the schools statewide. Right. Um, we just started funding private schools with public money. Um, we, we just stripped all the power from the one elected official, state elected official, Rob Sands, from his duties as auditor. And so we have a very opaque governor, governor, government right now. So there's like no auditing power at all. So the Governor Reynolds is just free to spend money however she wants because it's a, you know, it's a Republican House and Senate and they've got a supermajority. So, yeah, that's it's, the it's problem. exactly like Florida. It's very, very similar to Florida. Um, but I, I was going to say Governor Reynolds seems a little more sane, but maybe not because no, so no. so okay. So the, you're at the fair, or you're at you're at the first campaign stop of the day for DeSantis in Menlo. He gets off the bus, and you're doing your putting fingers. Did, now, did you write that ahead of time, or was that spontaneous? Uh, well, Kara and I were actually talking about it on the way to Menlo. I was like, "What is what should we say? Hmm, what should we say? What's going to get a, what's going to affect him?" And it just kind of dawned on me he probably hates pudding fingers because of the story regarding him eating pudding with his fingers and so i told Kara about it and she looked it up and she's like oh my god it's perfect so that's that's where it came from on the way there we planned it it's awesome and the thing is it's so it's an earworm because all week long my husband and i have both been (laughs) singing pudding fingers pudding fingers and of course you know the go fuck yourself is just is so perfect for me you know i have a song here um that that you know you can sing you might like it i that i whip out every once in a while when you know if i hear too many clips from desantis or trump or any of those maggots and and one ever what you know you just want to tell them to shut the fuck up but it but, yeah. but that sounds so rude so oops wrong, oh wrong, i had the wrong button open here we go it goes like this i need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asks you bitch I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Just shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Because every once in a while, you need it set in song. That can do the jitterbug to that. I mean, that's got a little swing thing going to it. Right? So, okay, so you go out there in the morning. There's DeSantis. you know, the guy who accosted you, who you sang, get the fuck away from me, too. Um, was he part of the campaign or was he just a, a one of the fives of people who showed up to see Ron DeSantis? 
He was actually, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I've been doing all the talking. You tell him. Um, he was actually a son of the representative, or his his son was a representative in that area, which is uh, uh, Ray Bubba Sorensen. And it's so it's his dad. Okay. And he's very aggressive with us, and he has been in the past. And he actually followed us home uh, on the interstate. And we we got off inter, like off exits, and he followed us the whole way. And for over an hour drive, he was behind us, and we ended up driving to a police station where he ended up peeling off uh, because he pulled into the police station. We don't know what his intentions were, but he was we would switch lanes. He would follow us over. Oh my god, and that's scary! I have like video of him behind us the whole time. And did you report him for anything, or or no? No. Once we got to the police station, he peeled off. We saw that he was really just trying to intimidate us. Sure. So, I mean, what am I going to do? Tell the police that some dipshit was trying to intimidate me? Yeah. But right. there's not anything they can do about that. But but they did call the cops on you. So, in fact, so after the morning stop at the DeSantis event, you went to the fair where all the candidates go. And the governor, Reynolds, was doing her fair side chats. That sounds so... Events. So, oh, two, two right, different, different events. Oh, different days, even. So, but you showed yeah. up there and you were the. Mm-hmm. So, we saw on the news uh, the Reynolds chastising someone in the audience. You're that we, we are Iowa nice here. You're not being Iowa nice. She was talking to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, was, she was a little terse. I, I got the feeling that she was a little annoyed with us. I don't know, Kara, if you got the same impression. But yeah, when the but- cops tackled me, I definitely felt like we were annoying people. Yeah, I'm guessing. So the cops did tackle you because there's this picture. That's one of yeah. you on the floor, on the ground that had been tackled. So what happened here? Um, well, I see the guy with the, the blue hat on. I didn't know who he was. I think he was a security. He never identified himself. So all I knew was some guy was grabbing my backpack and pulling my whistle out of my mouth. So I just got an extra whistle. out. I have backup whistles. I don't come. I don't play. So I just put another backup whistle in and started blowing my whistle again. He just like tackled me, threw me to the ground. And he's yelling at me, like down, like yelling at me going down. And he's spitting on me. So that, you'll see my hand up like this, like, dude, stop spitting on me. Oh, God. So, that's dangerous, so that's too. I know. Right? It's so gross. And, and so were the, did they arrest you or anything or they just ejected you? Um, they, they said that they were going to arrest me for blowing my whistle. And I was like, yeah, you do you. Let's see how this works out for you, brother. You arrest me for blowing a whistle. Let's see how this works out. And then they, they did just eject us and, uh, you know, they trespassed us for the next 18 months. So we aren't supposed to go onto the Iowa state fairgrounds for the next 18 months. But, um, I have a feeling that I'm going to the Dixie chicks tomorrow, whether they like it or not. I'm Ah. just saying, I might just, I've got tickets. I'm going. Hell yeah. Go see the Dixie chicks. Somebody, um, uh, somebody in the chat room said the former Dixie Chicks have the appropriate song for Reynolds, not ready to make nice. Oh, okay. Some Someone just commenting on it, Dixie. Uh, the Chicks song. They're no the longer chicks. Dixie. The they're just yeah. the Chicks. And uh, yeah, so they're playing at the fair. The Iowa State Fair is something. What is the deal with the corn dogs? Um, <laughs> People just like deep throating them or something? Is it a like a contest? Is there like the the deep throat the corn dog contest or because I see pictures of politicians all the time with the the corn dogs, especially Michelle Bachman. That that one just stuck one in my head for some out, reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a rite of passage. Normally, the the Republican or the Democratic uh, caucus season starts at the Iowa State Fair. You know, Trump's running to stay out of prison, so he started his presidential right. campaign early. But normally, that's where it's a rite of passage. You have to go shake babies and kiss hands at the fair. 
and you have to eat something fried on a stick and you have to, you know, hand out eggs on a stick and do the whole pork top cook and all that crap. But you have to. It's just like required. I, I guess. And again, I got to talk about the Iowa State Fair during those years I worked at that radio station as if I had experienced it. But I guess you just really have to experience it to Oh, there's nothing it. quite like it. There's no, I mean, I grew up on the east side of Des Moines, which is right by the Iowa State Fairgrounds. Uh, east siders are known for being bawdy and brash and uh, in your face. There's a whole east side night at the fair where everybody gets drunk and starts fighting each other. <laughs> so it's its own unique animal. I cannot describe the fair without just saying, just go. You just have to go. That sounds great. And, and you, it sounds like you don't let the maggots, the, the crazy right-wingers, bother you, that you have fun taunting them. Because what I've learned is most of them are not very bright. <laughs> right. I, right. I, and I, I was involved in reality TV for, you know, 10 years. So I know what Donald Trump's strategy is. It's it's all scripted. Sure. If there's a strategy to the whole thing. You um You have to... Start a fight. Well, you pick an enemy, you start a fight, you escalate the fight, and you leave a cliffhanger. So that's anytime you see him doing something, right. you'll always see that strategy. Right. So and, and the other things are never admit you're wrong, which is something that he learned from Roy Cohn, who is his idol. So that's why every every time he's, you know, accused rightfully of something, I didn't do that. It's not me. It's a hoax. It's a setup. It's, a, it's a, right. And here's the epiphany I had last night with within the Republican Party. Donald Trump, it's the emperor's new clothes. They're all afraid to say the guy's naked. And oh my God, Donald Trump naked. Who can, ugh, can't even imagine that. But, but we're seeing it every day and it's more sickening and nauseating with each passing day. But that's exactly what it is because the member that, that he still has, you know, high levels of approval among Republicans, it's because they're all afraid to say it, except for Chris Christie. And I never, never thought of Chris Christie as the bastion of courage. Uh, courage. He's like the cowardly lion. Courage. But, <laughs> you know, but he's serving a purpose there. He'll never be president, but let him let him go after Trump. That's fine. But the emperor's new clothes. That's all I can think of now when I I watch this situation unfold as I try to rationalize. How could these people still support this man? Uh, because they think he's successful. He was involved in reality TV all those years that he created a persona about himself. Yeah, that's not true. And it's just they think it's true. They don't understand that reality TV is not real. And so he was successful in creating a persona, but he's not a successful businessman. No, he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any smarts. He's a terrible deal maker. Everything that he put out there for the world to consume in reality TV is false. That's right. And so that's fortunate that I know what, what he's doing. So we are able to use the same tactics against them. I love it. And he learned that from Mark Burnett, who produced The Apprentice. So everything yeah. Donald Trump knows, his tactics were all gleaned from two places, Roy Cohn and Mark Burnett. And, and that gives us Donald Trump. It's absolutely it. it, it it's it's. Yeah, it's it's hard to um, grok sometimes, but we must we must understand what's going on here. So uh, keep all that in mind. So you are capitalizing on the the virality of your um, you know putting finger song to, to serenading of of uh, Ron DeSantis, and you have officially started a pack, and it's at bitchesgetstuffdone.org. And I think you wanted it to be bitchesgetshitdone.org, but you really couldn't do that. I did do that. I bought both domain names. 
<laughs> but it's but easier I, to say stuff than shit, even though we know what you mean. Yeah. What's yeah, funny you know is what I mean. in some of the pictures that I've seen of you, they have the word bitches like blurred out because, you know, because yes. you can't say bitches. So can you imagine if it said shit? It, Correct. That's right. why we went with stuff. Gotcha. And, you know, a country people know a bitch is a female dog. Nothing wrong There's with nothing you. wrong with being a bitch. No. Uh, AOC is the one really that brought the whole term to me, to my attention. Of course, it was Tina Fey that came up with it in the first place. That's right. But AOC was called a bitch by mm-hmm. a Republican Congress member, and she said, that's fine. I have bitches get stuff done. And I was like, oh, my God, she's my hero. <laughs> yes. I love her. Holy crap. So that's kind of where we came up with it. We stole it from AOC. Awesome. It, 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 it's even better now. So, so what, what happens now? What are you trying, what do you want to accomplish with this pack? Um, well, we do have a training tomorrow, so that's what we're doing right now. Um, so we're training people how to do exactly what we're doing, causing a, a ruckus. We're starting chapters around the nation. We have had so much interest in starting chapters around the country. So we're starting chapters and, um, Th- those are our two big goals. Uh, we also ha- obviously just got approved to be a pack, so we're now fundraising. Uh-huh. We have an email list. We've doubled the number of people we have on TikTok following us. So it's just been uh, almost overwhelming. We even just got a sponsorship deal from Rega to sell our shirts for us. So we nice. don't do it anymore. So. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Um, I know it's exciting. I mentioned that I'm not the only one who's been singing your song. My husband has too, and he just came in here. He's, he wants to either ask or say something. I think you guys are awesome. <laughs> In in my previous life, in a previous life, I was an agent for baseball players for 44 years. And I had clients who were sentenced to, I mean, who played in Des Moines. And they used to call it death moans because they yes. thought it was so boring. However, you two have certainly proved that it is not boring in Iowa. And all I can do is applaud you and send you the best wishes because you are fucking awesome. There you go. <laughs> Tell him I said thank you. Said That's thank amazing. You. Yeah. So we're fans. Um, when I started playing the song on Monday, it's like, okay, I've already, because I usually I try to start the show with a fun parody song or something, it, because what we talk about is so depressing. And so I want to ha- bring a sense of humor into it. I think it's really important. Anytime we're talking politics, especially in today's world, you got to find the bright side of life. Yes, exactly. So I always try to bring humor into it. And when I found you and I, I told everyone, all right, I found my favorite song of the week already. And I played your and the chat room went nuts. So you've got a lot of fans here, as I said in the email that I sent. Um, I'm so happy to see you out there. You know, I wonder because I'm someone who's lived in the blue states. You know, I've lived in New York and in Florida and Los Angeles. Um, I was in New Mexico for five minutes, literally four months. It was all I could do. That's the only inside the States, in, you know, not on a coast that I've ever lived in. And I just, I, I worry about it. Um, but it's, it's good to know that there are people like you in Iowa and there are more. And so anybody, and you're not just doing your pack in Iowa. If somebody wants to join in from anywhere else, can they participate in your trainings and your activism? Absolutely. Um, we do have, I mean, they're welcome to donate from anywhere, anywhere. Um, but also we're doing our trainings and starting chapters everywhere. And we're putting together the packet of how, how to do these things, you know, how to build a following, how to, how to build a coalition, how to be outrageous, how to make up songs on the fly about pudding fingers. I mean, it, it really just took <laughs> us about 45 seconds to come up with it. And then it just flowed from there. So 
Yes, absolutely. I encourage everybody to go to our website if they want to become active. I'm eager to find out people in other states who want to do the same thing and affect real meaningful change because this is the world we live in now. You can't sit by and be Iowa nice anymore. You have to get in someone's face and call them pudding fingers yes. and upset them. But however, let me just point out something that somebody, a point somebody made in the chat yesterday, and I wish I wrote down who said it because it was a really good point. We're going after them. You're doing this with a sense of humor. The pudding finger story is hysterical, but you're not calling anyone you know, pejorative names, putting fingers. Right. Yes, but you're not commenting on their uh, persona, on their religion, on their background, on their heritage, on the f- color of their skin, on their sexuality, on who they sleep with and what they do in their private lives. You're you're having fun with them on something on a, a, a more public level that is not discriminatory. It's not ugly. It's fun. You're having fun with it. And when we, you know, do stuff like this, we don't do it out of meanness. We don't do it with a a streak of anti-Semitism or racism or bigotry. Um, And I just wanted to make that clear. You're doing something. It's like guerrilla activism and it's fun and you're getting attention, but you're not Mm -hmm. being cruel and horrible people. Like they are when they do this kind of sh- when they try to do this kind of stuff, right? Right. Yeah. No. It's not. It's obviously clearly. You know, we have morals, and you know, making fun of the absurdity of their uh, their arguments and uh, the absurdity of who they are is way more fun than making fun of who what, who they are or you know how they grew up or whatever. But the the absurdity of some of their policies and the absurdity of you know, Kim Reynolds, I have a whole skit that I do about her. And she has this nasally thing where I go in front of the Iowa State Capitol and go, Hi, Iowa. It's your governor, Kim Reynolds, here. And some of this shit she says is so outrageous that I just make fun of that. Good. You know, she's like, you, you guys don't know. You say that I'm hurting you. And I really like hurting people. Come on. You're making me feel bad. So stuff like that. I love it. So uh, could, do, should we expect to see more videos from you guys? Oh, I actually, I was just about to cut a new TikTok right before we got on. I was like, oh, my God, we're almost late. So, yeah, <laughs> lots more videos. Cool. Well, I post today's show will be posted on my blog. It'll be at NicoleSandler.com slash 8-18-23. That's the date. That's how I do it. I'm not behind any paywall or anything. And I will put in the blog post along with it, you know, your TikTok um, screen name. I don't do TikTok. I guess I'm I'm old. Uh, and the TikTok thing, just it's too much. But what other, what are, you're on Instagram as well. I'll put your Instagram. Where else, where else can we find your stuff? Uh, you can find us on Facebook. It's Bitches Get Stuff Done, but instead of an I, it's an X because they don't let you swear on Facebook. So it's Bitches, B-I-T-C-H, yes, but it's B-X. B-X, T-C-H, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, so I'll put them all on, on the blog yeah. post so people can find you. And I hope I hope people do, especially if you're not in a, you know, a, a progressive or liberal stronghold. There are communities of us everywhere, even in the deepest, reddest states. And I guess, you know, there's strength in numbers. We should all come together and, and uh, you know, power up, right? Yeah, power the people. Definitely. Um, Heather Ryan, Kara Ryan, it was so nice to meet you guys. Thank you for doing the work you're doing. I think it's so important. And um, I hope others will, will follow uh, follow suit and get creative and have fun with it. You know, I got to tell you, I did... Um, 
I I went to a, what was billed as a town hall meeting with my then congressman. This is already like 13, 14 years ago here in Florida. Do you remember Alan West? I remember the name. I'm not he was a he though. was a war criminal. He was a guy in the army who who did mock executions on prisoners and stuff. And he was allowed to uh, to to he he was discharged without a dishonorable discharge. He should have been charged with war crimes. Um, and he ran for Congress here in South Florida, and he won. He served one term, and disgustingly, he was my congressman. So I went to an event. That was billed as a town hall meeting. And this was back when Paul Ryan was speaker. And they had just voted basically to privatize Medicare and Social Security. Um, And so I wanted to ask about that. And I had talked about it on the radio that day. And so they knew I was coming. And um, sure enough, they, they for the first time in these town hall meetings he was having, we were not allowed to go up to the microphone and ask questions. We had to write them down on cards. But they did ask a question about his vote to privatize Social Security, Medicare, and he, you know, he bullshitted his way through it. And I'm sitting in the second row and I'm like, no, 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 you voted to privatize it. You voted and, and, you know, basically I challenged him on, you know, having a profit motive in medicine and Medicare. It's, it's just insane. And long story short, I was manhandled, pulled out of the, uh, uh, the, the, the auditorium and then arrested um, because I dared to question authority. And uh, they kept me overnight. And of course, I questioned the guard because they locked us in a room and forgot about us. And I said, he owes us an apology. He wound up macing me in custody. So I, I'm not a good prisoner. I will always, I, 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 I talk back. But if you can do it with a sense of humor, sometimes you're, you're, you get off a little easier. Right. Yeah, it's it's way harder for them to punch me in the face if I'm being funny, right. and and that's usually how I look at it. Hey, are they going to punch me in the face? How how at risk am I of a face punch here? Uh, that works for me. So, um, new video coming, and any other any other plans uh, coming soon that you can tell us about that you don't need the element of surprise for. Um. I mean, just what I've already said, we're, we're going nationwide. We've been so blessed with so much attention that a lot of people, including in Florida, have said that they want to become active and they're starting chapters down there and we're helping them get involved and in, in active. It's crazy. Great. It's okay. all happened within the past week. I love it. So again, go to the website. It's bitchesgetstuffdone.org. That's the first step and get involved. Heather and Kara, thank you so much. It was great to meet you. And please stay in touch and let me know if, you know, if you have other videos that I should see just in case I don't necessarily see them myself, send them to me. I, you know, no, I'd love to share them because you've got fans here. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. It's great to meet you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend. All right. So here's the other thing that I was talking about. We are, um, I'm in Florida. I'm used to hurricanes, right? Um, Look at what's happening here. I'm putting up two maps. Uh, Now, I'm not even going to talk about the hurricanes that are, the disturbances that are brewing out in the Atlantic at the moment. There are, I believe, four of them. (laughs) <laughs> the odds are not in our favor, but I'm not going to think about that right now. I'm looking at this hurricane off the coast of California. So, you know, Brad Friedman and Desi Doyen are, are, are friends of mine, dear friends. 
and they live in L.A., and they're always, you know, when, whenever there's a hurricane, um, they say, um, you know, they, they check in on me, make sure I'm okay. So I checked in on them today to make sure they were okay, knowing that I could give them some pointers, some uh, hurricane pointers, and I find out that they're cutting and running. Hello? Uh, hello? Hello? Is that Brad? That is. Is that Nicole Sandler? It is. Hey, Brad Friedman. Um, so you're leaving L.A.? You're leaving Los Angeles because Hillary is threatening you. Hello? Telling me about a hurricane. How ironic is that? It's usually the other way around. I know. That's what I was just saying. So you always call to check in on me if I'm okay with a storm brewing and a hurricane bearing down on us. In this case, look, I, I can understand having to call you guys because there was an earthquake. But you've got yeah. a hurricane coming straight for you. Got a hurricane coming straight at us. And so I'm uh, grateful that you bothered to call and check to see how we were for a change. Well, there you go. You know, that's what friends are for. In <laughs> good you. times and that. bad. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we are, can you hear me okay? I hear you fine, yeah. All right, because, yeah, we are bugging out, and so I am on the road, I am driving, so I don't know if the, the phone signal is good, if you can hear me okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we are uh, stuck in a lot of traffic, and that's either because, uh, everybody is bugging out due to the hurricane or because it's a Friday and I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's both. It is, yeah. it is both. And you don't know. You're, if you're sitting on the 405, you're there because yeah. it's a day ending and why. Correct. Right. Yes. That's yeah. what it's like. So I don't actually think it's any different than it would be otherwise. <laughs> uh, we I, Apparently, we sort of take this uh, sort of thing in stride around here. It's a gorgeous day. You would never think a hurricane is coming. Uh, so we'll see if one actually does, but Ooh. I will be uh, long gone by then. Yeah. Hey, Brad, Probably. though, Brad, yeah. I've got a, a just, yeah. you know, a profound bit of, of, of uh, philosophy for you. It's always yeah. calmest before the storm. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> That's what I've heard. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that may be the case. Although... So we are scramming, actually, but uh, we were scramming anyway. I must say it's not because of the hurricane. Uh, it's because of some uh, construction at mm. our home studio, unfortunately. Yes. So we, are, uh, we were planning to bug out anyway, and where we are headed uh, actually might get hit more with the storm than where we were yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I have so. this, I have, uh, the, I don't have that map up. I've, there, I, I found a number of, you know, projection maps, and one of yeah. them has the cone that, show, well, actually, this one sort of does. Here, let me put it up, and I'll, I'll talk to you about mm -hmm. it. So, it, it yeah. really has it, this, this cone, this projection that I have, has it going through California and then coming out in, more into Nevada. Arizona mm -hmm. is kind of spared, but if it just tracks a little bit to the east, that could all change. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I was uh, I covered it on air yesterday when really nobody was talking about it because it had just spun up, and I spent quite a bit of time on it on the air. And then after I got off air, I was like, well, "Gosh, did I spend too much time talking about Hurricane Hillary?" <laughs> uh, but 
then everybody started to realize, oh, yeah, this is a real fucking hurricane yeah. <laughs> heading towards, uh, well, either Los Angeles or Arizona. But it spun up so quickly that we really don't know the path that it's going to take. It's so exceedingly rare that this would ever happen, as a matter of fact. Everybody's talking today about it's the first time ever Nick. a tropical storm warning has been issued for, uh, for Southern California. I, is it though? I thought it happened like, but like fifty years ago or eighty years ago uh, or something. Yeah, like eighty-four years ago, which might have been before we had the uh, tropical storm warning system, mm. because that was that storm that came in was not even named. Right. So I think oh, it was God. before they even had the 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 naming system. Sure. So that it, it it's quite unusual, uh, which means they don't have a lot of data for which way these storms end up tracking and um we you know we do get a lot of uh these types of storms in the eastern pacific but they tend to track off to the west towards hawaii which uh we've had actually (sighs) a very busy storm season and that was one of the reasons why we saw those terrible fires in maui is because hurricane dora blew past uh hawaii about 500 miles to the south, but because the winds were so bad, that's what kicked up the uh, the fires in Maui. Wow. So they just usually don't head north, and that's what's going on now. And, you know, if it takes a sudden right turn into Baja, California, the mm-hmm. Baja Peninsula, which yep. is actually it's Mexico. Cabo, right? Where Cabo then is. It, well, right. And if that's the case, then it will end up uh, probably heading more towards... Arizona-ish. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, there could be an actual landfall in uh, Southern California, like San Diego or um, or California or, or uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. All of that made worse or made more unpredictable thanks to El Nino, which <laughs> tends to, uh, because of the wind shear in the Pacific, um, it tends to make these storms, uh, the, the wind shear actually dies down during El Nino in the Pacific, so it allows the storms to become more organized, and Lord knows what will happen, as opposed to El Nino where you are, yeah. uh, which tends to increase the wind shear, which breaks up the storms and makes it a little harder for them to organize, as I understand it. Right. Well, that um, thanks to one of our uh, multitude of producers in the chat room, Dawn, I think said uh, that that uh, that hurricane, that last one, was 1939. So yeah, yeah. Um, And and so it's been a while. It has been a few minutes since we've had one of these. It has now because things now you know for those who say oh climate change climate change or. (laughs) <laughs> whatever they might say. Um, yeah. The waters, I now have not been to the beach lately, and I'm kind of afraid to because I think when the water is so warm, it's like bacteria thrives. And we were supposed mm, to have this giant yeah. seaweed thing. I, I, my, yeah. my, my poor ocean's being destroyed. The, the corals yeah. are being bleached and are, are dying. The water yeah. is so warm that it's hot. It's not just warm. Yeah. It's hot. And the corals mm-hmm. are dying. Um, it, they may not survive what's left may not survive the summer uh it's right. that bad and that's why there are now four count them four disturbances off the coast between here and off the coast of 
uh, Africa where they form and they swirl their way in. So mm-hmm. the odds are not in our favor. There are four of them out there right now. There are four of them heading your way. And so uh, I, I don't know how long it's going to take for them to get there. But you're bugging out yourself, I understand, at some point. Yeah, so hopefully. If we all just <laughs> yeah. run to the center of the country, uh, maybe we'll be fine. Well, well, <laughs> well, will they put on the, the, the sirens so that we're warned that something's coming? Because the emergency uh, disaster guy in Maui yeah. said, well, yeah. well, I did. I was right not to sound the sirens because they're they're trained that the sirens are in response to a coming tsunami. And so people are trained mm-hmm. that if they hear the sirens, they run towards the mountains. That's right. where the fire was. And they'd run into the fire. Does he really think the people of Hawaii are that fucking stupid that they wouldn't see? Right. Oh, shit, the mountains burning. I better go the other way. Uh, you know, I don't know, but uh, remember, they have, a, uh, it was, what, just a couple of years it ago. It was 2018, and I went through this yesterday. They put <laughs> yeah. out a fucking emergency warning saying this is not a drill. There's a, a ballistic missile headed uh, right, right for us. This is not right. a drill. Right. <laughs> that was okay, so, but, uh, but a siren is too much. Well, uh, well, that wasn't okay. That was an accident. So maybe they're a little bit uh, on edge about putting out alarms that are going to confuse and scare people. And, you know, so we'll, I don't even know if we have alarms here in, uh, in Los Angeles. If they put on the alarms, you know, we're like, think, uh, you know, Japan is attacking us or something. Right. Well, that was if the they last put out- time our alarms went off. Well, the tweet said you were being attacked there's a ballistic missile coming it wasn't a tweet it was a like a like an yeah. amber alert kind of thing that that right. that went out to everybody yeah. but they, couldn't they have done there's a fast moving fire spreading quickly get the fuck out you would think so and so something obviously went you know terribly wrong there and especially since they've had uh, actually, a whole lot of fires in Hawaii over the past uh, about 10 or 15, 20 years. Uh, as climate change has gotten worse, people think of it as, uh, uh, you know, a tropical paradise. But the fires have been getting worse and worse there as things have dried out from climate change, as the sugar industry has left and uh, did not, you know, clean up behind themselves, did not restore uh, you know, the land that they had ripped up for the plantations. So that's all just gotten brown, uh, in, invasive uh, weeds have come in and so forth. So, yeah, you would, you would think they would know what to do, but, uh, you know, everything is, everything is fucked up. Everything is changing. Everything is yep. uh, kind of insane. I'm not trying to make excuses, but, I mean, if after this summer... You are still dumb enough to say, oh, climate change is a hoax. I don't know what world you're living in. I guess it's the same world that tells you, uh, you know, Donald Trump is being persecuted and he's a totally innocent man. <laughs> right. It's all a hoax. It's a witch hunt. It's yeah. a hoax. It's just a hoax. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Everything's a hoax, and if you disagree oh, with Donald Trump, mad. you're crooked, and you're you're you know you're a loser, and you are you you should be locked up because he is a stand up kind of guy. 
How are you enjoying um, Hot Indictment Summer? Because I, I, it's my favorite new series. Um, but I'm 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 upset that some parts of it, like some of the most important parts of it, uh, will be preempted due to um, stupid, you know, government rules that you can't have cameras in a federal courtroom. It's like you know there are certain things that are obsolete. We you know we all have these these phones now, right? I remember as a kid watching Star Trek and saying how awesome that would be. We'll never get that, but how cool that would have a little communicator like that. Now they're everywhere. We have to change with the times. Back when they said no cameras in the courtrooms, there were no cameras. So, you know, they could know that everybody should be able to see what happens without the filter of a media or anybody else filtering the what happened through it so that people could see for themselves that Donald Trump is a biggest con man in the history of this country. Um, but I, I guess not. So that, well, that that's. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I, I, I do hear you. And uh, I, I, although, you know, I, I wish the first place they ought to do that is at the Supreme court. Yes. Because uh, you know, what goes on there, and and th- frankly, thanks to the pandemic, we now at least get audio. That's right. From the uh, which yes. we did not even no. get that until uh, COVID. That's right. So we only had transcripts. Then, on yeah. the other hand, you know, uh, when you add uh, cameras to the courtroom, you have seen what happens. To you, you saw what happened when they added cameras to C-SPAN uh, to uh, you know C-SPAN cameras uh-huh. to Congress. Yep. Everything changed. I mean, we did not have uh, this kind of uh, partisanship, divisiveness, these, uh, yeah, these hearings where they are basically nothing but uh, infomercials for yeah. each of the uh, candidates or each of the uh, uh, Congress members right. who are you know, speaking. They're not real hearings anymore. So it will have an effect. So I don't know. I'm not arguing uh, against cameras in the courtroom, but it does come with a cost. Uh, and so that is something to consider. Plus, do we really have to sit there and, and watch all of these trials for 12 hours a day for the rest of our lives? Because that's what it's going <laughs> to be for this. I, I, I would like to. It would be better than some of the shit that's on now. I mean, you know, the, the, the stupid housewives of whatever fucking city. I don't care. I'd rather watch Donald Trump, you know, get, being pulled through the ringer because of all the crimes he committed. And let's make this clear. I'm not out to persecute Donald Trump. I'm out to hold somebody responsible for their crimes who has taken advantage of this nation and conned the shit out of it for the last six years. And and a lot of the reason yeah. we're in the place we're in now is because Nixon was pardoned. If he had been punished right. after committing crimes against the country and the Constitution, then maybe this wouldn't be happening now. Uh, correct. And that's so that's sort of what I was actually getting at when I said, uh, how are you enjoying hot indictment yeah. summer? Because, <laughs> you know, we're finally saying accountability for president of the United States. Yes. And uh, after spending uh, your right uh, regarding Nixon, of course. Uh, but then we had, you know, eight years, for example, of George W. Bush, I where there was remember. zero accountability. Right, and, and Barack again, Obama said, I'm going to look forward, not backward. Well, right. wrong answer. Well, had I known, then I would have robbed a bank the day before he took <laughs> off. Yeah. 
Shit. That would have been awesome had I known yeah, that he was going to not look, uh, you know, I, I mean, you might as well shut down the DOJ if you're not going to look back, because I'm pretty sure that's how law enforcement works. Yes. You look back at yeah. crime. Not Rather forward, than, right? It's not. It's not. Yeah. What was that uh, minority report? We're not de- yeah. punishing future crimes and thought crimes, right? We're, right? right. No. Right. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, you know, I I think it's fantastic. I think it's really important. I think that I know a lot of people are really concerned. Oh, what if there's a uh, a trumper uh, who gets onto one of these juries because the bar is really high, you yeah. know, for for uh, DOJ and for the states to prove these cases, they got to get unanimous verdicts. Uh, not easy, but uh, you know, they the government, the DOJ up in uh, D.C. in particular, has been able to get unanimous verdicts now in uh, really hundreds of cases. Yep. In, uh, in for January 6th. So those uh, Trumpers uh, have not gotten into any of those trials. They've been successful in every single one of them. So we're going to have to have some confidence and some faith in the justice system. It's going to take a while, but, um, you know, and he deserves a fair trial. But I think it's going to be very hard for them to game that system, even if a Trumper does get on there and decides to, you know, you know, to, to, to vote against him, it's still, you end up with a hung jury. You don't end up with a with, with uh, innocent a, verdict. Right. You don't end you up with an acquittal. Everybody. You just get a hung right. jury. Right. So and, they, just, they just have another trial. Yes. So I think the system will work. It's just going to take a while. That's right. Uh, yeah. And that's the while that's the pr- problematic. I wish they had started this a couple of years ago, but you know, nobody asked me. So um, I think they did start it a couple of years they ago. They did the investigation and-, and it takes time and it's red tape and it's bureaucracy. And I, I get it. I look, I I've bitched and moaned, no, but it's not, it's not just red tape and bureaucracy. It's, you got to get all the facts. You got to start, you know, uh, as our friend Marcy Wheeler that's is right. <laughs> adamant. pointing out that yes. What's that? She's adamant about, yes. Well, she'll point out that, you know, Lisa Monaco, the deputy uh, attorney general, on her very first day uh, that she was sworn in, she signed off on um, a search warrant for, what, three or four of Rudy Giuliani's apartments and offices and everything. Yep. Yep. So, and then they held up Merrick Garland's, uh, you know, being sworn in. So... I, I don't know. I think it's kind of unfair uh, as far as uh, those who are attacking them that they move too slow. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I think they were right on. Oh, and by the way, all of that comes at the time of the largest prosecution investigation in the history of the Department of Justice, where they've got a thousand cases because of January 6th. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they were uh, moving from the from the jump. I wish they had started you know, 10 years ago <laughs> on accountability for presidents, that yes, would have made uh, exactly. A today. And while they're at yeah. it, they should have started on uh, accountability for Supreme Court justices, too. You know, just a, a little yeah. thing like ethics rules. What well, that would be nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, and, and they could have gone after him a long time ago after uh, Clarence Thomas. We've been yelling and screaming about that, you know, since at least 2011 in my case. Yep. Um, and so I'm glad that people are pr- finally noticing now whether the Justice Department will take it up as a separate matter and a very touchy matter, 
given that they are already charging the uh, former president of the United States with about, uh, what is it, 17 uh, federal charges. So I guess adding Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito to that uh, might not look very good, but they should do it anyway. They should do it. Well, what doesn't look good is letting these people off because they hold positions of power. Those are yeah. the people that they, we need to be more have more scrutiny of, because if you yeah. do have that power, there needs to be checks on that power. And and it, with, it, with, if you don't check the power, then we are, you know, we may as well be in Russia or uh, Orban's Hungary or somewhere mm-hmm. where, where the people that Donald Trump worship rule. Because that's or what he Florida. wants. Or Florida. I hear you. <laughs> or Florida. Or yeah. Florida. Exactly. So, uh, Brad uh, Friedman, uh, you guys are driving. I'm already overtime. I need to turn this around. By the way, I got my equipment back. So next week we should be live on Progressive Voices again at 5 Eastern to Pacific as we used to be because the, 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 the Zephyr, the Telos unit is back. We just have uh, to get it all hooked up. So but um, right now... Coming up right after this, I understand <laughs> it's the Bradcast, it is. and he's fucking awesome. And I hear he has that. an exclusive interview today with um, who is it? <laughs> Don Siegelman, the former governor oh, of Alabama. We love we'll Don be. Siegelman. We love Don Siegelman. So yes, because this show is on tape delay now for one yeah. more day today only. Today only. Uh, so it airs on Progressive Voices at 7 p.m. Eastern, followed by the broadcast with their special guest, uh, Don Siegelman. What a way to uh, start the weekend. There you go. There's the weekend. And uh, stay safe out there. It's going to be an ugly couple of weeks in Florida. <laughs> it's always an ugly week in Florida. That's, <laughs> that's our new slogan. It's always an ugly week in Florida. It used to be the Sunshine State, but now it's just it's an ugly week in Florida. Um, well, here's oh here's your new slogan for the hurricane. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. I just spoke to those women. They were great. They were wonderful. Everything I'd hoped they would be. They get it. You need a sense of humor. You need to make noise yeah. without being a, you know, I was going to say without being an asshole. Now, there, there's different levels of assholery. But without, yeah. when, I, when I say that, look, I'm, I can be the biggest asshole ever, ever. But we don't go after people over their race or religion or who they sleep with and what they do in their private lives. That's none of our fucking business. But those people, they attack on that. You know, there was something on Twitter. I've been finding all these anti-Semitic things on Twitter that, sorry, shitter, as it's now pronounced. It's X-I-T-T-E-R, pronounced shitter. But the... um, Uh, uh, I report these people and I get a thing back saying um, there, we didn't find any problem with what they said. Well, someone else uh, reported somebody who had the, uh, the screen name of like gas the MF Jews and Twitter mm. responded that doesn't go against our community standards. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's their community now, baby. Yep. That's yes, it is. For you. Sure. By the way, before, and I know you're running late, yeah. but I will just say on that video uh, with the, your guest there uh, haranguing uh, yes. DeSantis, yes. the most telling part, actually, watch it again, is when DeSantis comes out, there's a woman out there with a baby. Yes. I think he comes out with his wife, yep. and, and they go talk to the... And 
he can't talk to this woman with a baby for more than two seconds yep. before he like turns away and hides behind his wife <laughs> and doesn't know what to do with himself. Like he can't talk to a human being no, he's... like a normal person and a baby. I mean, how hard is it to play with a baby? You know, he has, the mom is there. He has zero, how, yeah. zero social graces. He is yeah. the dictionary definition of awkward. He's got yeah. not. He's yeah. got no personality. He is a dullard, and and a dictator, a dictator wannabe, who thinks he's God. Just watch some of his commercials. He's like, I'm, I'm the son of God. I'm Jesus. Like, yeah. no, you're not. Stop it. It's he's a, creepy. He's the son, son of something. Yes. But yeah, I hear you. It, yeah. It's it's embarrassing. Actually, what's embarrassing is that you people. Re-upped them by not like me. twenty-two points yeah, last time you ran. But I've, oh, I've explained oh, that. Not you. It wasn't we me. Know you love him. <laughs> you send me emails all the time right. supporting DeSantis. So don't hey, try to act like hey, you don't like him now. Hey, Brad, I've got a little song yeah. for you. I just need yeah. you to shut the fuck up, cause nobody asked you, bitch. <laughs> I need you to shut the fuck a bitch, shut the fuck a bitch, just shut the fuck a bitch, shut the fuck a bitch, bam bam, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, bam bam, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, bam bam, it's over now, one more time, bam bam, yes, do you like that? You know, what happened to you? You used to be such a nice person. When? Back when you were on Air America, you were not potty mouth like that. Because I wasn't allowed to. You're right, because I was over the air and I'm a professional. So when I am on a broadcast station that the FCC governs, I don't say words like fuck. But when we're on the Internet and there are no such rules, I'll say bomb, bomb, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, bomb, bomb. It's so it's so sad. You don't have to work blue. You don't have to work blue, Nicole. I, I wasn't aware I was. I'm just speaking honestly, my man. Okay. All, All right. right. If you okay. listen, I got to go get ready for my interview with Don Siegelman now. So can <laughs> sure I go? You do. <laughs> yeah, because like you do on Fridays, you pull out the big guns. <laughs> yes, I do, and I'm running away from a hurricane. So let me go. Leave right. me be. Go. I'm already in overtime. Right. You're the one who's keeping me here. I'm. Give ki- hugs and kisses to Desi. Hi, Desi. Sorry, Brad hogged the, the telephone the whole time. I don't know who you're referring to, but <laughs> give my best. Is there anybody still in your chat room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, they haven't fallen asleep because we're like 30 minutes over now? We, we are 12 minutes over, and i got to go to turn well. this around so something airs okay, at 7 o'clock as All a right, lead go. into the broadcast at 8 o'clock. Okay. All right. Go All ahead. Right. See I'll, you later. I'll Thanks. See, I'll see you shortly. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Good. I hope so. I hope Bye. so, too. Bye. All right. Brad Friedman, everyone. And Desi Doyen was there, but he doesn't let her speak very much. So um, find hear Brad Friedman tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Progressive Voices channel. Or if you don't want to wait, here here's a little treat. You can always get the broadcast at bradblog.com because he posts it right there every night. So you can you can stick around and, you know, listen on Progressive Voices, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you need to on your own time, just like you can always listen to my show at nicolesandler.com. You see how that works? And, by the way, neither Brad nor I put our shows behind a paywall. So 
anybody can listen to them anytime you want. You can share them freely without worrying about, oh, I didn't pay my $6.95 this month. However, if you can afford it, if you enjoy these shows and you have the means to spare a couple extra bucks a month, both Brad and I could really use it. So support the media that supports you. All right, that's it. Um, Have a great weekend, everyone. I have no idea what we're doing next week, but next week, Wednesday, the first Republican debate. So um, we'll have to come up with a game. All right, I'm I'm way, way late. So I'm going to go. I'll see you Monday. Come rain or shine or or a hurricane, I suppose. All right. Um, until then, hasta luego. Have a great weekend. Bye.